Hi guys, welcome back to Kate and My podcast number three. Um, it's a little different this week as Caitlin and I are not together, but we are over FaceTime, so we're doing the best we can um, from different sides of the country. And uh, Caitlin, want to say hi? Hello, guys. Sorry if I sound a little staticky or whatever, but... We're trying the best we can, and today's episode is a little different. We're just talking about movies and TV shows, but, like, of all different genres and all different eras, I feel like. Exactly. We're going in depth about a few specific movies. Um, What I mean is specifically Harry Potter. Some of our our favorite... I would say that's our favorite series right now. Exactly. Uh, We decided a few... I would say a few months ago now that we would watch all eight movies and recently we finished. So we definitely have a lot to talk about. Yeah, we bi- we just binged all eight. So Yeah, I feel like we still need to finish the last one together, but we've all kind of watched it before. Yeah. So yeah. let's get started. So we're gonna I'm gonna read the plot real quick. So it's an adapt. So it's an adaptation of the first J.K. Rowling popular children's novel about Harry Potter, a boy who learns on his 11th birthday that he is the orphan son of two powerful wizards and possesses unique magical powers of his own. He is summoned from his life as an unwanted child to become a student at Hogwarts, an English boarding school for wizards. There he meets several friends who become his closest allies and help him discover the truth about his parents' mysterious deaths. So basically he, yeah, he just had no idea that who his parents were until he was sent to like live with those wizards. And he was sent to a terrible family who didn't want him to. Exactly. He's an abused little boy. And he thinks that his parents died in a car accident, and that is far from the truth. Yeah. So the the family that he was sent with doesn't want to send him to Hogwarts, so they try to, like, lock him in his room and, like, keep him there, but... Yeah, not even a room, a closet under the stairs. Yeah, literally. And then his friends, Ron Weasley, who is uh, one of the main characters, and so is Hermione, they come and save him and take him to Hogwarts. Exactly. So a lot of stuff happens. I really like the Harry Potter series because it's so uh, you get to know the characters very well. I like, you know, like when we talk about books and stuff, I love character development and it just makes you more attached to the characters. So I really like that about the Harry Potter series. The series also like the movies go into so many different details. Like there's so many different aspects of the movie that you wouldn't think about. Exactly. And just thinking about the time and effort they put into making these movies is ridiculous. Yeah. And how young they are. Yeah. It's crazy. And they're like... Okay. Hello. Okay. We're back. And then now we'll go into the depth about the school Hogwarts because if you're not familiar with this, you won't know what Hogwarts is. But it's the school of witchcraft and wizardry and it's a fictional british boarding school of magic for students aged 11 to 18 and the primary setting for the first six movies and books and so basically like harry hermione and ron all meet at this school 
and they become a super close friends. And in every movie, I feel like they have to solve, like, a problem or, like... Yeah, there's some type of issue going on. And I feel like, especially for Harry, they're his family and Hogwarts is his home. Yeah. So I think that's really cool about it. And, like, like you were saying before, you they could grow up in these movies, which is kind of cool. Like, they... And then, also, Hermione is a mudblood, which is a half half wizard, half human. Yep. Oh, yeah, so basically her parents were not wizards. wizards. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but she is also one of the main characters, basically. You learn a lot about her, and she's also bullied by the students, like some of them, especially Draco Malfoy, who is the antagonist, and... Because she's not a full wizard, which is considered bad in their community. Yeah, she's also, like, the smartest of all the students, so they also have, like, a envy her because of her smarts. Exactly. So, Caitlin, what, who are your favorite characters? I would say my favorite character is, I think I said this in a podcast before, um, <laughs> Dobie the elf. Yes, the house elf. <laughs> you can't. You can't not like him. Once you watch the movie, you're like, oh, he's such a critical character because he actually ends up saving Harry in the end. Exactly. But he's just so helpful and nice to Harry since there's so many bad wizards in the movie that you learn to hate. But he's actually the house elf for a bad wizard family. Mm-hmm. And then he turns out to help Harry. Yeah. And then another that I also like is Neville, which... He's another student at Hogwarts school that's friends with Harry, Hermione, and Ron, but he's not as much in the movie, but he still plays a big role in, like, the school and stuff. But, Maya, who is your favorite character? I would say my favorite, or some of my favorite characters are Hagrid, because Mm -hmm. this is, like, Harry's, I want to say almost, like, his uncle or, like, an older brother, as yeah. he's always looking out for him, Hermione and Ron, and he's always there for Harry when he really needs, and Harry's always there for Hagrid, and he's this really yeah. big, like, eight-foot guy, and uh, he's always just, he plays a very key role in the movies, and mm-hmm. I think he's really important. I'm trying to think who else I really, I Hermione's just a classic. When yeah. I was younger, I wanted to be her, because she <laughs> was, had literally the coolest life. Um, Emma Watson too. Yeah, Emma Watson plays Hermione, and she's really- so good as an actor. Yeah, no, she's a fantastic actor. I feel like I haven't seen her in as many movies as I would like to. Like she was in the new Beauty and the Beast, but oh. other than that, I really haven't heard much about her. Neither both. Okay, so who? Oh. Do we think that Harry should end up with at the end of the series? Well, like, the obvious answer is Hermione. Yeah. Because they're friends. They spend so much time together. It's like, because they spend so much time together, it's hard to not grow fond of each other. (laughs) But I really think it's Hermione, and I'm not going to reveal who it is. But. Exactly. They just have such a good bond, and they always have been such good friends in the movie. So I think, like. And they're so cute together. Exactly. And I think that translates over to real life, too, how I feel like a lot of, like, good relationships start with friendship, too. Yeah. Like, those are the best ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. And also, I forgot her name, but one girl in the book who's Harry's romantic interest, I always liked her. 
even though she never chose Harry, but <laughs> which is unfortunate. Dance with him? Yeah. It's like the girl that didn't go with him. Yeah, like who denied him. Yeah, exactly. No, asked her first. Yep. But our audience just needs to know that Harry does end up with someone. And yeah. someone Wait, who's... My... should end up with. What? Who do you think he should end up with? Oh, that one girl? Yeah. I'm not quite sure who. I feel like Hermione or that girl... I feel like one of them should have. I didn't like the his real partner. I feel like she came out of left field. It's just kind of a boring pair. Like Yeah, exactly. I didn't feel chemistry between them at all. Yeah, no. Whereas everyone else, I feel like he actually liked them. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of bad. They're in the movie, but I guess that's just how it goes sometimes. Exactly. Okay, what next? Um, so now we're going to talk about the role of the house elves. The house elves serve wizards and witches and are usually found under the employment of old wizarding families taking residence in elaborate establishments. And they must do everything that their masters command unless they are freed. And the only way a house elf can be freed is when their master presents them with clothes, such as is an example of the house elf yep. and freedom by giving him a sock. Doby. Yeah, <laughs> he's a, one of our, I think, one of our all-time favorite characters in these movies. And if you have ever seen the movies or you're going to watch them, they are fantastic. He is fantastic. And he plays a very critical role. And I, if he brings, like, humor to the movie, too. Yeah, I was going to say, like, there's not much humor in it, but Doby brings, like, a little bit of it. Exactly. Which is a nice from all like the serious. I feel like it's usually pretty serious, other than when yeah. Dobie's a scene. Yeah, I love how these movies. I love how um, detailed they are. Yeah, and uh, I think that's one of like the most important things I love about these movies is like the detail, and yeah. like talking about Voldemort, who is the real bad antagonist who wants to take over Harry, like take Harry down Harry Potter. Like yeah. his, like his real name, Tom Riddle, is isn't that um, Voldemort backwards, or it's something like that? I don't think so. <laughs> I swear, <laughs> or it's like, or it's like re. I don't know. It's something. There's something that connects their two names together. I'm almost positive. We'll have to there look is- it up. There's something with that book, too. Yes. I can't remember. Yeah, but I just love the details. And just in the movies, like, I read a, um, like, a fact one time how in one of the scenes was Sirius Black, and on the wall is just, like, a family tree. And when the directors, like, asked her to fill in names for this tree, she gave over, like, 700 or something like that or like 70 names with like all assimilation like like you know like perfectly um done which is i think is crazy and like how well she knows this world i guess yeah Sirius black is um harry's uncle but he he's bad in the start of the movie and then he comes to realize that like harry's actually good and he wants to help Sirius wants to help harry in the end but the whole movie is about like 
this series is about Voldemort like trying to take kill Harry. Yep, that's the gist of it. The main gist. Yeah. <laughs> the boy who didn't die. Yeah, and Voldemort is the the man you shall not say the name you shall not say. Yeah, it's something with if you say the name, it supposedly gives him power. Something weird yeah. like that. Uh, but to end up this little chat about um, Harry Potter, we wanted to talk about some of our favorite movies since there are eight of them. Mm-hmm. Mine, I decided <laughs> our favorite. The two of our favorites are movies four and five, and it's the Goblet of Fire and the Order of the Phoenix. Which the Goblet of Fire is all about, like the Wizard Cup, and it's a bunch of different like challenges or games that they play. Yeah, against. Not even play, but they have to do against other schools, and only one or two students from each school actually participates. But Harry's not old enough to actually participate, but somehow um, someone not good, I think, puts his name in. So it's a really interesting movie. It's super high action and entertaining. That's definitely one of my favorites. There's never a dull moment in that movie. Nope. And I feel like Order of the Phoenix is the start of everything with Voldemort. Because up to that point, it's really just about Harry growing up, like, knowing about Voldemort, but him never really being in his life. Yeah. But Order of the Phoenix is really the start of all the chaos that is Tom Riddle. Voldemort is actually back, like, for sure. Yeah, exactly. All right. So that was fun. Harry Potter's always a nice topic to talk about i could literally talk about it forever but i also the harry potter is quite serious and i do enjoy disney movies as well sometimes we need you need to change it up like you you have a lot of seriousness and seriousness in harry potter and you need a little like fun like easygoing movies such as our next topic is like our thoughts on disney movies as an older teen like are they still enjoyable? Is it still, like, normal to watch Disney <laughs> when you're 18 and 17 years old? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like, lived for these movies as a child and yeah. shows. That's yeah. all I watched. And we're talking, like, we're not talking about this new, like, over, you know, like, this yeah. weird, sh- these weird shows. We're talking about, like, um, Hannah Montana, Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, Wizards of Waverly Place, Lemonade Mouth. Um, High School Musical, just really classics like that with the classic Disney group. Not the new, not like the newer ones. Yeah, we're talking about like the early 2000s, mm-hmm. 19s, but still we watched when we were like younger, which I still watch. Like oh, I will watch. absolutely. If you, they're good to access them on Disney Plus if you have it. Otherwise, you can definitely still get them on other yeah, platforms. For Disney sure. Pluses, all of these on it. Such as some of the best forgotten Disney movies and shows would be like, such as Maya said, some of them in like Teen Beach Movie One. I feel like that was starting to get to the end of our. Yeah, that was, but like years. Yeah, it did. I watched Movie One, but I watched then I watched Teen Beach Movie Two, and that one sucks. So no, the first one's good. I would agree with that. Those movies were definitely like the very end. Like that was when I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to watch this or not. You know. Yeah, like I was like, am I getting too old for this? But I saw, <laughs> and I didn't tell when I watched it, but I watched it. No, exactly. There's definitely re- more recent, uh, or not more recent, but there's definitely certain movies that I can watch over 
so like I can watch over and over so many times doesn't matter like how old I am yeah do you have any of those I would say like high school musical yeah or now that I'm looking at this list like let them do you remember radio revel absolutely yeah yeah I that one recently it's good but it's not as good as it was you know like they're never as good as they were when younger exactly and I know you watched didn't you rewatch um Wizards of Waverly Place when Disney Plus came out yeah I like to rewatch those series more than like the movies yeah I see like I think I'm the opposite my issue is that now that I we watch like older tv shows that are more complex sometimes it's hard for me to stay engaged in like the younger humor I guess yeah you know it's not as but they're still so good I tried rewatching, um oh oh, sweet life of Zach and Cody and it was like good but it was you know it's not the same when you're young I know I watch like some of those random episodes sometimes if I yeah exactly like, I'll pick a random Sweet Life of Zack and Cody episode, but it's definitely not as good, and I kind of, like, I'm doing other things while watching it in the background. Yeah, it's, these movies are perfect for, um, just distraction, or if you're doing something else. I love watching Disney movies and stuff while I have to do homework. Yeah. Um, but I think some of the movies that I could watch for literally over and over is princess and the frog entangled i love those i can probably sing all the songs i swear (laughs) yeah my i feel like you watch the movies and i watch the shows which is like good for both of us to talk about because i haven't watched princess and the frog in so many years and same with you should watch it it's so good maybe i'll watch it tonight since we don't have school you should i love it tangled is also so good yeah the music in it is insane i literally i would like listen to it regularly that's like that's like kind of embarrassing to admit but like i would (laughs) (laughs) it's not embarrassing i watch the shows seriously (laughs) i'm the same but but in conclusion i would say like it's not weird to watch disney movies and shows when you're older like no not at all i feel like a ton of adults do too yeah in their 20s i mean i probably will still do that also Lemonade Mouth holds a special place in my heart, too. Yeah, same. I think I watched that, I would say, in middle school, like, on repeat. Like, when I would go to sleepovers with my friends, we would just stick on Lemonade Mouth, and it would play, like, four times in a night. Oh, yeah. That was the best. (laughs) That's a What? Another good series. That's such a good movie, but I totally forgot about this series of, like, Good Luck Charlie. Like, that's such a... I love... Good Luck Charlie was good. I didn't get super into it. Do you know what mo- show I, that reminds me of that was, like, also at the end of our Disney career as a child was what? Dog with a Blog. Oh. <laughs> Did you like that one? I, like, again, I didn't really watch it that much. Yeah. Like, that was when, at the end. And I would be like, no, like, I'm changing this. Like, I'd rather watch Jesse over Dog with a Blog. Oh, like that- for sure started those were definitely in like the same time zone yeah but i also had the biggest crush on luke from jesse same uh i feel like rip what's his name again i don't know but i was just watching it a few nights ago to fall fall asleep because it was on the tv and i don't really watch because it wasn't on netflix like i don't have netflix on this tv so yeah. i was just like this 
But I was like, dang, like he's so cute, and it's so sad that he died when he was only like twenty one or twenty two. Yeah. That's actually insane, and rip him. I feel so bad, but I feel like on that, like talk, like talking about Disney, like in that era, all those actors are so messed up now. Yeah, Disney. Like- Disney actors have we might have to cover this on another podcast just because I feel like there's so much to it yeah just with Hannah Montana and Demi Lovato even like I would even say like to Britney Spears and everything that's surrounding her right now yeah she has a lot same with like Kesha remember that whole yeah so we can't we can't forget about Selena Gomez oh my god yeah and oh Bella Thorne Bella Thorne. She went off the rails. The only normal one now is, like, do you remember Shake It Up? Like, Zendaya's, like... Yeah. I love Shake It Up. Wait. What was the show when Zendaya was a spy? Oh. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, I can't. It's on the tip of my tongue. I want to say it's, like, Uh, The Spy Next Door, but that's, like, a movie. Let me look it up. Okay. That, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. Casey Undercover. Yes, yes, yes. That was a good one. Just because I love Zendaya yeah, as an actor. Like, I love her now. She's a queen. She is a queen. Okay, well, that actually wraps up our episode for today. Yeah, I mean, it was a good one. Yes, and uh, it was a little, you know, we had to figure stuff out again, like, just with us being apart. But hopefully in the next few weeks we'll be together again and we can take up from where we left off. Yeah, we will, for sure. And thank make, you for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, and make sure to subscribe. Thanks. Bye. Bye.